am Dr. Karen Becker, and welcome to this year's Can We Awareness Week. Can We is the Companion Animal and Nutrition Wellness Institute, and every year we do an Awareness Week to bring valuable insights and information to you, the pet parents. This year's Awareness Week is entitled Insights into Commercial Pet Food. Can we do better? Yes, we can. And every day we're interviewing an esteemed guest within the pet food industry to help us better understand the issues, the latest research, and what we can do as veterinarians and pet parents to nourish our animals better. I hope you enjoy today's interview. Hello, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and joining me to wrap up this amazing week is Dr. Donna Radedick herself. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Karen. It's been an incredible week. Uh, talking to each and every one of our guests was so exciting, and they each gave us some pearls and some wisdom. Um, we're, we're a pretty a progressive group, I'm telling you, and we have some good people working along us. We started out with David Turner, you remember? Amazing. Amazing. Amazing what he's doing for humans. And so amazing that he is collaborating with us to be able to provide information that trickles down to the rest of the animal kingdom. I, I feel like it's the stars aligning. You know, when you first introduced, we started talking and, and he had a journal club. I started, you know, listening in with his grad students and then he wanted one of our grad students to go ahead and present and then one thing led to the other and next thing we got chatting and he has uh, um, has gotten in some fawns and wants to collaborate with can we to, to test AGEs and a bunch of pet foods and establish a library and what he's going to do what we're going to do he's starting this AGE Foundation website, which is going to review all H's papers, papers on research, and put it in layman's terms so we all know what it's saying, and have the library set up there. He's, I mean, this is amazing. I, it, again, the stars aligned with, with David. It's just amazing. And what a great resource. But also, Donna, this concept of One Health initiative that by by learning what we learn in human medicine and by learning what we're learning in veterinary medicine, we are actually helping everyone. We're helping a lot of different species make better choices because we are working together as doctors and professionals. So I love that collaboration. But that's just one of many that, right. uh, that, you, that we've highlighted this week. Right. Um, Dr. Joe Barr just talked about his, they're coming out, getting their first, probably first of five publications out of the research that can we funded on ages in dog food and ages in healthy dogs. And take home there, certainly they looked at three processed diets, dry, canned, and then an air dried, kind of ultra processed, canned and dried, air dried was processed, and then kind of a homemade like or minimally processed. And sure enough, the levels in that diet, the minimally processed diet was statistically lower in ages. And when fed to healthy dogs, the ages in blood and urine dropped. We're so excited. They're going to be releasing more data with that publication as well. So stay tuned. We'll be posting and talking about that for sure. Gosh, that, that research that was just completed via Canley has made my entire decade because despite the fact that I believe most of us would assume feeding less processed foods are healthier, 
everyone's comment is the same. Show me the research or how do you know that? Or you can't make that assumption. But we are beginning by doing some of this basic research. We're actually beginning to demonstrate through qualified testing that indeed our common sense or that our grandmas were correct that that eating fresher foods is better for our bodies. But I love the fact that we have this now being written up, appearing in journals to be able to help educate not only pet food industry to make better choices, but uh, pet parents are able to take this information and know in their hearts that what they're doing is providing healthier options in terms of food choices. So I love that so much. And Dr. Laura Gaylord and I, we talked about that, you know, ultra processed foods, how we are being told, let's, you know, let's get fruits, veggies, avoid, you know, get on the outskirts of the grocery stores, don't get into all that processed stuff. And that's, you know, we're being told that, but we're not, you know, in the pet food world, that's not happening. So what we talked about was also the idea of adding like fresh veggies, um, lean meats and stuff, adding things, you know, I don't eat perfectly. Nobody eats perfectly, but, you know, to improve your dog or cat's nutrition now, the idea of actually adding some real food into that or using some of the homemade-like diets that are out there, the raw diets, minimally processed diets, you know, whatever you can afford to do to improve. Even, you know, we we talked about how veterinarians always say, don't feed those table scraps. Oh, yes, feed them if it's healthy food. That's what we want to be doing. And she even was talking about how she cooks and does homemade food for her dog. And we also offered some places where owners and pet parents can go to get more information about those recipes. So I'm very excited. Uh, she's And she's joining us. She's going to join us on the Can We Scientific Committee and help us to move forward our research. I'm delighted. <laughs> Really, we're just growing this magnificent team of um, very well-qualified, very passionate individuals that are interested in seeking some answers to the same questions we have, that what can we do via food and lifestyle to intentionally make our animals healthier? And so we're collecting this amazing team of people, uh, researchers, scientists, veterinarians that have that same mission, which is so exciting, so exciting. And then some more future research also coming up. Yes, yes. So Siobhan, who did the original work on the ages in dogs, she's coming back. She's coming back to Georgia and she's going to do a residency in nutrition. She's going to become a board certified nutritionist like like Dr. Gaylord and myself. And she's going to with that. She has to. Oh, guess what? For her program, she has to do more research. So we're <laughs> excited about Perfect that to be fun, funding that. And then we are fortunate enough, uh, Nicole Kamek is going to come and she's going to do a doctorate at Georgia. She's got a master's in human nutrition and she wants to be a PhD animal nutritionist, has an intense interest in this area, heard about us. So there's another bright, shining star for us. So we are, yeah. uh, we are very, very lucky. Very lucky indeed. And out of not just doing this, this basic research that is so desperately needed in veterinary medicine, by can be helping to cultivate the next generation of professionals and researchers with the knowledge they need to be able to carry on this research. I believe, Donna, this is the beginning of what's necessary for this overall paradigm shift to occur in veterinary medicine, where we begin to really embrace and recognize the power of food, food being both capable of harming our bodies and food 
being capable of healing our bodies. It's through this research that allows us to be able to not just educate our veterinary peers and our professional colleagues, but in turn, take that information to veterinary schools and ultimately the next generation of veterinarians who will then begin educating their clients differently. And it starts with this cascade of events that um, have been put into place, which is really exciting. It is. And, and even Dr. Barges, who's been doing research forever and educating forever, I mean, to see him light up about the ages research and, and how he feels like this is, you know, this is what's happened in human nutrition. You know, we know the Western diet in, and processed, ultra processed foods are problematic, but this hasn't been looked at. And, and now he's in, he's leading a group working with David, working with other universities, networking with other veterans veterinary schools on this research to get the word out that kind of draw back let's get a bigger picture instead of you know as nutritionists we're always taught it is the nutrients the minerals the vitamins the pro no he talked about it's the ingredients and how the ingredients are processed and handled a bigger picture and, and how much he appreciates the opportunity to do this type of research that could be proactive you know instead of let's treat the disease or then that's what his research was a lot of disease states mm -hmm. but now it's proactive let's prevent disease let's make our dogs and cats live healthier longer lives it's kind of really really special to hear him talk like that well and that is especially heartwarming to me dr joe Barges, of course wrote all the textbooks all the chapters in textbooks when i went to veterinary school that does kind of date him i have to say <laughs> what um he of course wrote he He's got the amazing gift of being double board certified. He's an internal medicine doctor, but he's also a nutritionist. So he really is the go-to guy for how does food impact internal well-being. And I love it that he's one of the veterinarians that is not afraid to learn, uh, unlearn, and relearn according to what science and new information is provided. Dr. Donna, along that same vein, do you believe that if we have powerhouses like Dr. Barges and other well credentialed professionals that are beginning to rethink and ask themselves better questions about how does the way that we process pet food influence the way that animals eventually achieve disease, uh, a disease-free state or not, or prevent and avoid diseases. He's asking those tough questions. Do you see, or do you think that there's a potential that after we have veterinarians recognizing that the type of food matters, the type of processing matters. Do you believe that this will provide enough insights that the pet food industry itself, Donna, may reconsider how they're making pet foods using this information? I do. I do. Without a doubt. I mean, I think the good pet food companies out there, there's good people who work in the pet food industry who are going to take this information because they're, they're scientists and they still want to know and do better. And they're going to take their companies and their manufacturing and they're going to move it in the right direction. I do yeah. believe that's going to happen. And that to me, um, you know, without a doubt, I know the pet food industry is a big place and it's huge, but there are some very good individuals and we're going to be sending some of our individuals into that world and talking and educating. And this information is going to provide them information that allow them to make better diets, healthier diets for our dogs and cats. Yes, I do. Gosh. Well, I love that we have had an incredibly successful 
Can We Awareness Week. I love the fact that we are helping to move veterinary nutrition in a healthier, better, more educated direction. I love the fact that we have so many gifted, talented professionals, researchers, veterinarians on board with this mission. And I believe that this week is one beautiful example of all that we can accomplish when we do it together. As always, Karen, you know, can we do it? Yeah, can we? Yeah, we can, can't we? <laughs> yeah, we can. And we are. We're doing it. We are doing it. We are doing well, it. Thank you so much. And thank you for every pet parent, uh, private organization, wellness company, and some even some amazing pet food companies that have financially supported Can We. As a nonprofit organization, we rely solely on your donations. We appreciate from the bottom of our hearts each one of you stepping up and contributing to this amazing research, not just what has been done to, but also for our upcoming research projects. We love the fact that we are able to all work together to provide this information to you through your private donations. So thank you for everyone that has supported us. Thank you. Thank you. Without saying thank you, Karen, for all you've done. Thank you all. Can we supporters? Um, we couldn't do it without you. You know, we need all of you to be behind us. Um, you motivate us, you know, our supporters motivate us to get answers, to do this research, support these individuals who are going to make changes as we're making changes in pet food nutrition. Thank you.